The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, you are, you are so lucky to be here tonight because, thanks everybody, because my first guest is one of the funniest people I have ever had the pleasure to call my boss. Please welcome Dana Carvey. Thank you. Hey. Good gosh. Nice I'm to see so you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to I'm see you. I'm still talking in that other voice. Ah. <laughs> I got yeah. John Bolton. Yeah, I'm worried about him, man. Bolton, Bolton, Bolton. Yeah. Keep him doggy rolling, bull high. Cook him up, better let, let, I'm just feeding from the energy for four. I like it. When you, see somebody like, when you see somebody like John Bolton appear yes. on the national scene, do you go, oh, what a lovely character. Like, like <laughs> let me at him. Well, you know, we took some liberties. I mean, no, but the, was, the, the mustache was great. But mostly when he's on, he's got the news talk. Well, we, we, and he says crazy things, but he acts very calm. I believe it's a wonderful thing when a nuclear weapon gets out of its tight silo and has a throbbing, aggressive trajectory toward another country. And you're like, what? You know, so, uh, you know, I think there are many countries we have to be worried about in terms of threats, Canada, France, Norway, Hawaii. Like, what? Hawaii, well, they could become a nation state and develop nukes. So, but what I'm always looking for is the exaggeration point. Sure. So, and you're going from that, and then you're kind of a little, <laughs> like that. Well, that's like, what you like taught me when I worked for you on the Danny yes. Carver show. You said, don't worry if it sounds like the no, person. never worry. And you always found a hook. Can you do your angry Gregory Peck for the people over 50? Sure, I'll try. We we yes. threw so yes. many things at Stephen. You came in as a sketch player and a writer, yeah. but not you didn't I, fancy yourself. I did. I did not do impressions. But you nailed Geraldo Rivera. Oh well, it's funny you should bring oh. that up because because I remember I oh, remember yes. we were, it was the, during the OJ. It was during the OJ yes. uh, trial yes. that this was going on. Yes, I did. Cato Kalen. You did Cato yeah. Kalen. Yeah. And the funny yeah. thing was is that so. So the Dana Carvey show was in uh, winter into spring of, yes. of 2000, 1996. Basically, it was a show that went phew, and it was gone. 
but, and then there were cactus. But kind of a kind of a legend. There was a murderer's row up there. It was you. It was Robert Smigel. It was Louis C.K. It was Steve Carell. Uh, it was me. Stephen Colbert. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. Dina Stamatopoulos. Robert Carlock, who uh, who created right. Thirty Rock with Heather Tina Morgan, and Bill Cott, uh, Heather Morgan. Bill Cole. Amazing group of people. Yeah. And, Freaky. And so we're the the Carvey, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, what you call the OJ trial yes. going on. And so we asked. And I you. find out the next the night before they yeah. like, hey Dana, Dana can't find a hook for Geraldo. You do it. <laughs> well, I thought I was I was doing Cato, which was basically Garth with a little bit more energy. So this is <laughs> me hey. as Geraldo, <laughs> and you yeah. as Cato, Kalen. Cato, my friend. I heard a thump, thump. <laughs> and then OJ was sweating. That was, I remember. What? Yeah, you yeah. did your, you, you well, handled it well. Well, thank you. But I, I have to, I have to thank yes. you for hiring for me for that show because I can draw a direct line from you hiring me for that show and, and being right here. Because wow. all, all jobs I got, all work. It's absolutely true. I like to think that's true. I don't fancy myself a talent scout, but we did look at 300 people, and pretty soon, over time, we kept looking at the two Steves. I think I nicknamed you, even though it was Steven. Steven and Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert, when you guys were really unknown. I mean, nobody's... No, we could not. We could not get arrested. Honest but with outsized talent. Yeah, so that's crazy that's, talent. That's me and Carell on yes. your show. Yes. This was uh, that was waiters who were nauseated by food. Right. Yeah. Well, we did a lot of presentational comedy, so the Chiron would come up and say, "And now presenting waiters who are nauseated by food." Germans who say nice. Germans things. who say nice things. Skin, <laughs> skinheads from Maine. Skinheads from Maine. Do you remember Skinheads from Maine? It can't air, and we can't even really talk about it any further, but just use your imagination. It's the Petridge Farm voice, because I used to go around doing Petridge Farm flaky, fresh things, you know, and I thought it'd be funny to have that guy be a skinhead. Exactly. And then you came in with this crazy, weird, to kill a mockingbird vibe. Yeah. Remember, you would look up and just, like, at the ceiling and just go, what was your hook? Hook? I, yep. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. What are you doing? Uh, carving a hate stick to beat Spaniards. <laughs> you see? <laughs> why, why were we canceled? Why? <laughs> why on earth? Why? I don't get it. I knew... I knew when they weren't trying to rein us in, it didn't seem right. I said, you want us to... Was anything they said, don't no. do it? No, and I, I thought, you know, they're, you know, you know when a show's lost faith, they're like, should we do anything different, tame it down? Oh, no, do whatever you want. Now, this was... A- ABC had bought Disney not that long before, right? right? We were an insane late-night show in prime time after Home Improvement. Which was the friendliest... Family, softest, like a puppy. Sweet. Yeah, exactly. A puppy filled with marshmallows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and the very first, just for people who've forgotten, because it's legendary at this point. The very first sketch we had Bill Clinton breastfeeding the, these puppies. <laughs> and and of course, if you're going to have Bill Clinton with multiple teats right. down his chest, teats. It's very important that they what. Well, that they lactate. Yes. That yes. actual milk. Right. There were puppeteers behind you with bulbs of milk. Yes. Right. We just didn't know. We'd banked the sketch a month before, and then it was a big, like, should we start with that 
or Oliver Stone covers the Revolutionary War. Yes. <laughs> or I played uh, Banderas, uh, Smigel played Al Pacino as yes. George Washington. Right. Oh, yeah, we've got to get some British soldiers. <laughs> you know. We almost left with that. We did Clinton Teats, and then they showed me the analytics. We were at 16 million viewers. Three minutes later, we were at 800,000. Because you can see the minute by minute. You can see the minute by minute. Just, yeah. Yeah, we lost 15 million yeah. people in two and a half minutes. Just wiped out our audience faster than Columbus did the Indians. You and just Steve. gone. But you, genocide. you and Steve have never been on a TV show, so you come in eager the next day. How's the show going? <laughs> you came into our office and said, I know. I'm so sorry I've ruined your career. Yes, I did. You said you guys should have been hired for SNL. You'll right. never work again. I'll do my best to make sure you but get I a job. But I did say to you that if, if talent is a cake and your likability, I said, I've seen it happen to Mike Myers, Adam Sandler, and I knew that you and uh, Steve had all the ingredients. I told you that to be successful. Mm -hmm. But I never thought you'd get this big. <laughs> I set myself up. It's You're a welcome. joke. You're welcome. More with Dana Carvey after this. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I knew, I'll tell you I knew when we were canceled. Okay, and I've told okay. this to everybody who's ever worked on a show who's trying to figure out whether the show's going to last. Well, you know. It was uh, me and Carell and a guy named Dino Stamatopoulos, who's a wonderful writer and performer, yes. who Sterical. we went over to the snack area <laughs> where they have all the snacks because <laughs> yeah. they never want the writers to ever leave the building because you right. always have to be generating so they feed material. You in the trough. Exactly. Yeah. And so I went over and I opened up the snack drawer, which is just yeah. With everything. You got a, Twizzlers <laughs> and Skittles and chocolate chips and and and, and, yeah. and live chickens. Loaded. Everything you possibly want. <laughs> Loaded. It up. And there was one Nature Valley granola bar. That was it. And Dino, Dino, who had worked more than we had, said, oh, we're canceled. <laughs> they don't care if we leave or not. But we're we totally... made history, man. We, we sure did. We thumbed our nose at the powers of be. Noble <laughs> failures going broke. Yeah! 
Well, well we did fine. There was a documentary. Oh, yeah. Josh, Josh Greenbaum yes. was a uh, Cornell film student who's done yep. all these documentaries. Got became possessed by this crazy blip of a show and talked... Because people always wondered about the show because it had such an incredible group of people right, on it. And yeah. then it just evaporated in just a hail of blood. And, and a yeah. hail of stardom, actually. So yeah. it's sort of a unique story. Mm. And so Hulu, it's on Hulu. It's a yeah, documentary about this. It's called Too Funny this. to Fail. Too yeah. Funny to Fail, The it's Life funny. and Death of the Dana Carvey Show. Yes, but they're getting the inside scoop right now. I mean, we were going downtown, deep. Oh, yeah, this is even deeper than you'll get. In, oh, yeah, you, you, the, you're not going to get the snack bar story on the documentary. No. Um, I want to share with you, I, I did really need the job. I, wanted to, I was a desperate man. I was unemployed. My wife was unemployed. We just had a baby. I was living in Chicago. Yes, I remember. I, didn't ha I, didn't, yeah. I had no safety. I didn't yeah. know what I was going to do. Scary. Then I heard a guy named uh, Dave Keckner, who you guys probably know, who's a wonderful comic actor. Yeah. Um, whammy from uh, the, the Ron Burgundy movies. Right. And he said to me, we were doing a set at a place called Shuba's in Chicago, and he said, oh, uh, Robert Smigel, the executive producer, right. he's looking for you. I'm like, what the f*** does that mean? He's <laughs> looking for me. He knows yes. where I live, whatever. He told me yeah. about you. And so you, you guys allowed yes. me to send a tape from Chicago. Yes, I remember I, the tape. Yeah, well, yeah. we have a little clip here. I was Show really this. desperate for a job. This you, is desperation. You guys, like, sent me a sketch or something, and yeah. it wasn't, I didn't know what to do with it. I did a couple of characters. Yeah. And then I had my daughter with me, who at the time was three months old, <laughs> and, and I didn't know what to do, so I just started using her as a puppet. Yeah. And I was so yes. desperate, I was so desperate that I just went with my actual feelings yes. and tried to make comedy out of my desperation. Oh, it's, yeah. and this is the, this is the audition tape that Dana saw of me. I promised myself I wouldn't do this. It's not fair. I... I don't know how we're going to feed her <laughs> or clothe or give her what, you know, what we had. Why, why am I an actor? <laughs> My brothers are lawyers. True story. Oh, man. Oh. No, it was... True story. Uh, you know, it's... It was a very specific choice. It's a very... It's, it's hard to do a good cry, like, real, but make it funny. So, we, can we see just a dash of that right now? Why? Because <laughs> normally I do the thing where I'm trying to hold back. I just don't even... No, everything I do seems like Garth right now on the monitor. Well, well if you... 40, if you... 50, 60... Okay. They know. Uh, I, I just want to go over a couple of sketches yes. that we did. Now, these, these two sketches you can actually find on Hulu now, but they were never broadcast. Right. Okay? Yeah, we banged some that... Uh, they <laughs> that we shot them, and then they canceled us. Yes. Okay, this yes. was one. This was, uh, this, was uh, this Week with David Brinkley... Right. ...on the Great American Scream Machine, which we shot out at uh, Great America yes. here in New Jersey. Yes, comedy acting on a roller coaster. One take with a camera on the front. So no cuts. Sub-freezing in which roller coaster tracks can get sticky. Yeah. Which I knew, and I didn't yeah. tell you guys. Who and was we, the scared guy? Was it Carell or yeah. Smigel? And uh, it was <laughs> Carell. And Carell. it was uh, the morning, uh, early morning on a Saturday before they yes. left the crowds in and or something And you're like just that. going upside down. And yep. Yeah, I was so George So we're doing Will. impressions. Uh, you're George Will. Yeah. I'm, I'm David Brinkley. And uh, here, here we go. With me, as usual, are George Will, Sam Donaldson, and Cokie Roberts. George, with the Japanese making an economic comeback, is there pressure to put the protectionism of Buchanan 
on the platform. David, I think it's unfair to criticize the message because you don't like the messenger. This is not unlike a first baseman not liking... Oh, my God! Oh! Oh, cock it off! But look at Brinkley. What we do for comedy. Never broadcast. Never air. Never made it to air. Never made it to air. I know. Never got a dinner. Yeah, then... Um, uh, okay. Uh... So many choices. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> Just remembering Just this. Was, we, we tried we so around, hard. And around. Yeah, and we around. did. We did multiple takes of that, and you throw up as George. Will. I had I had a bag of pretend vomit, and then before I'd go like that and go and thing and you know. <laughs> oh, it was delightful. I wonder why they didn't air it. <laughs> uh, and then and this was this is probably this is this was another there's another piece. What's of, this? Can we show another piece of tape. Yeah. Do we have time for that. I love, but what is it my okay. show? Let's do no, it. Just, that guy show the freaking tape. The boss says show it. So you're always when you're writing sketch, when you're writing sketch. Yeah. You're always like what? You, it's it's so hungry. Sketch is so hungry. You're constantly right. consuming premises. Yes. All the time. Yeah, and yeah. and I was uh, I was Louis C.K. was the head writer, and I was sitting in Louis's office while you guys were working on a sketch about I don't know what Ross Perot. Or Probably Ross Perot. Can I finish on time? Can I finish on time? <laughs> Again, just a great sound. Yes. Can I finish on time? Can I finish on time? You're not finishing. She phones me down. I mean, it's still fun to do. Little John Bolton there. Oh, little John Bolton. Little John Bolton goes in there. Oh, before we go to that, how do you how do you put up an impression together? Like, do you go like, I want to sound like that guy? Because I've heard that you put people together. Like, you combine. Right. I mean, I don't try to be accurate, but what I did do with Trump. I started with... Oh, you have uh, a Trump. I didn't know you had a Trump. But it's an exaggerated one. I started with Regis, because, I, you know, Trump has that rhythm. And I, I remember Regis, Reed, I'm out of control. Anyway, Galvin's over there. He's crazy. Could, could, you know, could, could Regis get a biscuit over here? So I knew that that had sort of a rhythm, but I knew there was something else. So I went to Brando, Marlon Brando, for you seniors. Um, and it was like this, can I help you, my son? And he has a bit of Trump. Regis is over here, and I moved back over, and I had Donald Trump right here, okay? <laughs> I'm not good. I can't take, can't take it, can't take it, can't take it, can't. And then I added, I added recently out of boredom, William Shatner. I can't know what I'm doing. I can't, I can't do it. I just am still fascinated by a guy who talks like that, you know. Yeah. So yeah. sad. Many people, excuse me, excuse me. That I can tell you. Many people, so sad. Excuse me. Many people. I know a lot of people. Really. Okay. 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 And then, I mean, you know, it's just rhythms. Sure. At a certain level, nothing like him, but exactly but like I've, him. But I exactly. I've yeah. gotten used to it. But if Obama had said that stuff, it would have scared the hell out of me. Like he goes, "We got holes, okay? Total holes." You know, Obama wouldn't talk like that. He'd be like, "Point of fact." In Port-au-Prince, there's not a lot, a whole lot of indoor, indoor plumbing. <laughs> Can I do one more? Sure. Little rocket man, tiny, tiny little rocket man, okay? <laughs> the reason we call you little rocket man is because you're short of stature and you have a propensity to launch projectiles into the air. <laughs> I just said... Uh, that's a natural kind of jokey, you know. Thank you. That's... I'm not worthy. No. I'm not worthy. Remember, Regis 
Brando, I'm writing it all down. and Shatner. I'm writing it all That's down. That's the cake for you kids out right. there. I want to show you my favorite, the favorite, uh, my favorite sketch that we did uh, uh, on your show, on Which the Dana Carvey you show. Wrote, I'm going to say. It's well, a, this is what happened: is that I, I saw this many years. The story yes. behind this is that I saw. Um, uh, we were in the CBS Broadcast Center, yes. even though it was an ABC show, yes. which is a whole other story. And I was watching, I thought the news, but in fact yeah. it was just the feed from the, the CBS news desk where Dan Rather was still the host, uh, the anchor of the desk. And, and, he was, and he starts doing uh, Ronald Reagan's obituary. Yes. And so I run into the writer's room where you guys are working on the yeah. Ross Pro thing. I say, yeah. hey, Reagan died. And you guys went, oh, oh, okay, thanks. And you went back to your sketch. <laughs> well, because you guys were busy. Yeah, we were busy. You were busy. Okay. And so then I go back to his office to go, oh, my God, i got to find out how he died. And rather still there. And he goes like, <clears throat> Practicing right. different scenarios. Let me try it again. And he just, he's doing it with a slightly different tone. He's wearing, yeah. he's wearing seasonal neutral. So in case it's in a, a spring or fall. He's just banking yeah. the obituary for yeah. Ronald Reagan. So I said to Robert, like, what if we did it for... Because he has to do it for... What if he had to do every scenario? Instead of being general, right. what okay, if he was yeah. incredibly specific yes. and had to do every possible way the, a man be, could die? To be covered. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So and so, so we chose Ford, who seemed less likely to die at the time. <laughs> And, and then, and this is this is a this is a bite of the middle of Gerald Ford having to do every possible way. Again, wasn't broadcast. Eventually, it was done on SNL. Yes, we uh, it wasn't broadcast. We did it on SNL, and, and yeah. it killed for a sketch that's very quiet and sophisticated. It just got huge laughs. Yeah, I'm sorry. What, what are you saying? Very upset. Oh, Brokaw. Oh, this and is, I, I trotted yeah. out my Tom Brokaw. So this is Tom Brokaw yeah. saying how Gerald Ford died in the most specific ways because he has to say all of them. Jim. Gerald Ford dead today from an overdose of crack cocaine. Good, good. Next. All right. Stunning news from Michigan as former President Gerald Ford was chopped into little bits by the propeller of a commuter plane. Very good. One take. All right, we got it. Uh, no, we got uh, eaten by wolves. What? No, come on. Come Just on. read it, please, Tom. Gerald Ford isn't going to be eaten by wolves. Taft was. Really? Taft? Uh, yeah. All right. A tragedy today is former President Gerald Ford was eaten by wolves. He was delicious. Oh, wow. No, oh, that was one of your best sketches. One of your best. Thank you for this job. Thank you for show <laughs> you business. You would have made it anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen the man Colbert. is funny with the sound off. Too Funny to Fail is Stephen on Hulu. Colbert. Dana Carvey, everybody. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Calling all vendors and non-vendors alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. 
Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. 